What's up, y'all? It's your host with the most so heavy toast. You were here with the following sports breaking. You know, sometimes I just do requests for, um, you know, fan bases. I get a lot of that, you know. It's a lot of recruits, and I think now that, you know, Nova fans are really starting to notice, like, man, we we are hot on recruiting trails. There's so many top lists you're on. That's how Jay Wright developed his first set of recruits when he was getting recruits. I mean, I mean, when he got hot. I mean, when we're talking about, like, you know, you get recruits, they're good. You get good recruiting classes, but, you know, they miss. You know, they, they, they missed a lot of Final Fours. They missed, you know, uh, champ- they were they were um, looked at as a team high in rankings to be national title contenders a couple of times and didn't make it. And then all of a sudden, you know, after the, the championship year, 2016, more recruiting picks up by getting crazy ways. And then you keep going. Then 2017 is picking up. After 2018, shoom, it just became retarded, crazy. But it started after 2016, man. I mean, it started after that when things was like, you know, if you look at all the, they had a great recruiting class back then, but they wasn't getting the recruits and, and just the prospects of interest like then. They wasn't getting that. Even when they had the great class, they had the McDonald All-Americans on there, you know, the Malik Wayans, the Yarus, you know. When they had those recruiting classes, they got they they were doing some good recruiting, heavy recruiting, you know, and they end up winning. Tim Thomas. It wasn't like when Steve Lapis did it. it was just take it off Jay Wright. When Steve Lapis got Tim Thomas and Kerry Kittles and Alvin Wood, when he got guys like that and Jason Law. It wasn't like heavy. A lot of recruits wanted to go to Villanova. It wasn't like a lot of recruits were on a lot of lists. You know, they just did good, great recruiting. That just showed you a great recruiting team. It's kind of like how Gonzaga kept theirs going, but they didn't get it like Villanova did, you know, even at that time. But after the championship, things just got unbelievable. I mean, it was so many recruits, recruits they didn't even give offers to, recruits they did give offers to. We talk about major a bunch of major recruits from the Kevin Knoxes and Cam Reddishes to Trevon Duvall's to, you know, Emmanuel Quigley to Tyrese Maxey to Anthony Simons. I mean, it was guys they had and they was on their list. They just didn't get. So, you know, you got to understand how things are now. What, what Neptune is doing now from the first um, last year, it was, it was good. It was good. Um, for a guy that just came on to be a coach, you don't even get those type of recruits to put you on their final list. You don't get Mark, a guy that went to Kansas, Marco Jackson. You don't get Zayden High. You don't get guys of those calibers to be like, yo, we're considering Villanova. And then you go to 2024, and there's so many, so, so, so many top recruits that just don't have Villanova offers. They have Villanova now, I talked about this on last on last one. I'm going to get more in-depth to where everything is art or, or, or reconfirm. Um, <clears throat> I've just been trying to get on to the lady basketball recruiting, too, and then the football for Villanova, and then there's other football, NFL. Anyway, um, in, this, in this 2024, it's a lot of um, – different scenarios. Now, my, my list is different now. I said Christian Bliss. I said Jaden Glover, Caleb Williams, Jaleel Bethia. One guy I'm not sure about, it's two of them, 
but still that could be knocked off. The one guy, I'm, I, 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 he's heavy on Villanova. I talked to him, and he said Villanova still recruiting him. Isaiah Abraham, Villanova still recruiting him. Shout out to Villanova Updates. Uh, Tyler's doing that. Um, he was putting out about who's priority. One thing he said, Christian Bliss is the main. No, they're not a top priority. He's not the top, but it's, that's not how Villanova does it. You know, you'll find out who what guys are priority by who they offer first, and Bliss wasn't one of the guys they offer first. You'll find that Deshaun Harris-Smith, sometimes you'll get a guy who they want to, you know, target, especially, but Jay Wright's a little different. Like, he'll he'll target you, and then he'll see where the hype goes. Neptune's not going to be like that. And then Neptune, going if he offers you, you're, you're going to, you know what I mean? Like, Boogie Flynn might have been a, a person that Jay Wright went away from because he's so high up in the rankings, and he knows the guys that are coming for him. He don't want to deal with that. He want to go with who guys he can, you know, he don't want to work so hard to, like, you know, especially if you get super big like Jalen Green. He offered Jalen Green, and Jalen Green, he totally didn't even go after him no more. And Jalen Green came to visit himself. He was at a hoop summit around, not to NPA, you know, he competed against BJ Boston, who had the slam dunk contest. Uh, you know, he won against BJ Boston. And, you know, BJ Boston also visited. He also visited Villanova that time. And then Jalen Green went to go visit. He, 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 his dad had called me and was like, yo, how can I visit Villanova? I said, um, I'll give you the number to Ashley. You know what I'm saying? And that's how that went down. He went to go visit Villanova. And, and then, you know, I, and I looked and I, and I, and I talked to George Halkovich around the time about Jalen Green. He was like, man, Jalen Green, you know, it's a lot of people. He's real, you know, real big. Right? Basically, from that conversation, it's like, man, he's too big right now. To We, we want to go with guys that we feel like is going to really commit. I mean, like the Isaiah Wong situation. I remember asking about him. It was like, uh, well, we don't want to offer Isaiah because we know he's going to commit. They knew he was going to commit. So they wanted to see if they can get somebody else higher above. If not, they get Wong. That's how that went down. You know? Um, Now let's talk about this, man. Let's talk about where we are at This is, this is great. I, this is an unbelievable monster of a mess they have in the recruiting. This is great. This is because every single recruit, let's talk about who they not. Garrett Sundra is going to visit. We don't know if they're, they're, they're heavily pursuing Garrett, but he has an offer. I did an interview with him for 247, um, Check VU Sports. Um, yeah, Paul the Fourth guy, of course. Like Isaiah Abraham, like Darren Harris, they were interested in all guys, you know. And Abraham, like I said, said that Villanova is recruiting them. But um, Sandra told me, you know, you, you see the interview yourself. You can tell me he's planning. He's planning on visiting. It's no doubt. It's no doubt. So um, Quinn Pack, he's a um, three-star forward. Asian descent. Eh, I'll find out more. Um, Daquan Davis, you don't hear nothing. Nova's not in this top four. Um, 
Those are guys. Bryson Tucker is no traction right now. Um, of course, interest is there, but who are they making the the approaching at? Who who are they approaching right now? Sir Muhammad is one. Let's talk about this list, this other list. I, I said my list, right? I said Christian Bliss. I said Jaden Glover. I said Christian Bliss, Jaden Glover, Khalid Williams, and Jaleel Bethia. But there's a list of Sir Muhammad, Marcus Allen, VJ Edgecombe, and Boogie Flan. These are all guys who they, that's important to Villanova. This is real. They're important to like they're pursuing them hard. Marcus Allen is a guy who's gonna take a visit soon. Uh keeps going up the recruiting rankings. Villanova really likes this guy. They're really hard after him. Um Amai Noel, we don't know what's going on with that yet, but we'll see what's up. That they're interested, but you know, they're not going at him like Marcus Allen. VJ Edgecombe, he continues, he continues the best prospect in New York to me. He continues to climb up. Villanova's on him. Sir Muhammad continues to climb. Sir Muhammad, listen, who could be the first guy? I think the the the, the if you're talking about who who is prioritized the most among recruits, you, you listen. You talk to Villanova, everybody's prioritized, okay? Everybody we're pursuing is prioritized. That's all. They always how they give it to me. They, oh, everybody who we're pursuing, you know, of course. But it's real because Villanova's trying to see who's first. And right now, if you're trying to see who's most prioritized and you're looking at recruiting, it's Khalid Williams. Khalid Williams has his official already with Villanova. He's done everything unofficial, official. He's been the guy you heard the most it has had the most clippings of really having love for New York. Now you look at Christian Bliss. But while Christian Bliss is such a, uh, he's a, yeah, of course he's a priority like all the recruits, right? Yeah, they say everybody. But the, what makes Christian Bliss interesting is that Christian Bliss actually said Villanova was a dream school and he's a PA prospect. So you think they're not going to attack Christian Bliss? You think they're not going to keep in contact with Christian Bliss? That's a guy that you offer that's in, in state, that's steady rising, that, yes, we're going to go after him. He, he loves Nova, so we're going to show him crazy love because he's already said that we're a dream school. Yes, they're going to be all over him. He's already visited. They're going to be all over him. Um, I think Jaden Glover's a, a, a guy that's still in there. If, if you want me to pick four or five, it could be five. We'll see. Um, that's not that's not a far fetch, but it'd definitely be a four man class. Definitely, I don't know how five would you know. We we'll just see how things work if it, there's a space to do a five, but there's definitely a four man class that's gonna happen. It's definitely gonna be four. Um, it's gonna be too many people leaving next year. Could be five. Like that's why I say it's too many people leaving next year. Um, Christian Bliss. Sir Muhammad. Sir Muhammad is the new guy now. Even over Jaleel Bethia, man, that's just. Not not saying it can't happen, but man, you know, he's already put it in top seven. And before the top seven came out, he was constantly, Villanova was constantly on his heels. He was constantly talking about Villanova. So they've been on Sir Muhammad, um, Khalid Williams. Then you look at, those are the two guys to me to look at first. The first two to look at is Khalid Williams and Sir Muhammad. The first two. Then you go with Christian Bliss. That's number three. That's number three. I mean, he he's heavy for him. So that's the guard, wing, uh, another, you know, full power forward. Um, you, you know, Khalil can play small power. You know, um, now the next the next one is the hard one because it could be 
That's why I say, look at the boogie flan. I want y'all to pay attention. Now, I said one list, right? I said Bethia. I said Bliss. I said Williams. I said Bethia, Bliss, Williams. First three guys I was talking about, right? Then the fourth guy, Jaden Glover. But now the the important four to look at that could intercept everything because that's the first four that was – Boogie Flynn, they are heavily pursuing Boogie Flynn, the number six prospect in that class, in the 2024 class. They are heavily pursuing him. But it's going to be a tug of war because he's, he's that high in the rankings. If, if, if he cannot, if he can get Boogie Flynn to commit, that's the biggest commitment. That's the biggest commitment that he's after. Like, that's a top 10, almost top five guy. If they get him, that does a lot. That even jumpstarts so much for it. But I don't think he'll be the first. But if they get Boogie Flynn, that is a successful recruiting class. If you get Boogie Flynn, Khalid Williams, Sir Muhammad, and Christian Bliss, if that's your recruiting class, Jesus Christ. Now, that, now you just heard what I said, right? That that seems to be um, Boogie Flynn's thrown in there because that's a maybe. Because it could be that also that Boogie Flynn could be VJ Edgecombe. That Boogie Flan could be Marcus Allen. Curtis Givens III had to throw him in there. You know, Ashley Howard's recruiting him. Um, guard you. Very possible. Now, you see I ain't real heavy on it because we just got to see how, I mean, yes, they're interested in him. You know, they just offered them one of the latest offers. One of the latest offers, but is he going to be a guy at the end of it? Because, you know, you had Thomas Sorbo. Villanova is a very favorite school if people don't understand that, even with Neptune. People knew Neptune and Howard. They know of them. You think coaches aren't talking to them about Neptune? That's another thing. Past coaches that have been knowing Villanova, knowing Villanova coaches, Nardi, Anderson, Neptune, Howard. You think past coaches are not telling these kids about, oh, yeah, this is a AAU director. They've been around. They've been around. So Villanova has a culture in recruiting. All they have to do is light the match, and it's on fire. So when right, left, all they have to do is light the match, and it grows. That's all it's doing. Um, yeah, that that's the big thing. I, I think that those are recruits, but you don't say they're going to get Edgecombe, Allen, and Boogie Flynn. Those are just the – and Sir Muhammad, after, you know, that's the class – Cause that would be a crazy class if they was to get be able to get all four, but that's not how it's that's not it. Caleb Williams is definitely a guy I see committing. Could be first, could be second. Well, he'll be one of the first two to commit to Villanova. And that that look, looking at it and talking and um just to make sure the official was after he had the official visit. I mean, I had to call AAU coaches, call peoples around him, and talk to him. <laughs> How high are you on Villanova? He's super high on Villanova, man. Um, Sir Muhammad, talked to him, but that was like a, a minute ago, though. You know, it was like before the top seven came out, how how heavy he was on Villanova. I didn't get the whole interview because, you know, interview had different questions. But then I now I go to a thing where I'm just hitting people up and asking them, either they inbox or I'm just calling their phone, calling the prospect's phone. Yo, what's going on? How's it with Villanova? Keeping up with them more and more. Um, and I can see this. I can say this. The reason why I say I can see a five-man class, I can see Jaleel Bethia. I can see Jaden Glover, Sir Muhammad, Khalid Williams, Christian Bliss, all committing to Villanova. Every single one. 
if you want me to be, tell you a sure five that I feel like right now, if I was saying five, that would be a five. Edgecomb is a guy they're on, but to, to look at all those recruits from Boogie Flynn to Veg, VJ Edgecomb and Marcus Allen, and listen, they are heavily recruiting Edgecomb and Marcus Allen and Boogie Flynn heavily. This is not no slight. But the one, the mutual interest that seems to be, even though Edgecombe is highly favoring Villanova and so is Marcus Allen, the one that seems to be connecting between visits and and who's looking and you look at where Villanova recruits at and it's Sir Muhammad. It's, a, it's great mutual interest. So I think that's a five right there. I remember Thomas Sorber was put in by Villanova updates. I was like, no, I don't. It's a possibility, yeah. I mean, you look at those schools and you say, uh, but I, I just don't see it's been so quick. Thomas Sorber came to visit right around the time they was going for Hunter Dickerson and looking for another big. And, you know, uh, you look at what happened with Lathan Somerville, and he told me that they wanted him to reclassify to 2023, and he didn't want to. So I'm like, oh, they want a big to reclassify that's in the class. Then you look at Thomas Sorber, they didn't want Tom. That's crazy. Because they've already, you know, gotten other recruits. So now it's like, okay. Do we want Somerville? Is Somerville... The thing is, where Somerville went, reclassifying is one thing, right? That's one thing for Sorber, okay? Uh, for Somerville, it's, classifying is one thing. But are you going to get the time that you feel like you can get? And I think, it, which has been confirmed, but, you know... Well, first I was thinking it <laughs> real hard, but then after he committed, like two weeks after he committed, made a call some coaches, and that was it, man. Like the time where where he committed to, he's gonna get the time. He's gonna get time coming in, and get more time. You know, um, it's crazy. But the but when I found out from him, the ultimate factor was he didn't want to reclassify. He wanted to stay in 2024. Lathan Somerville wanted to stay in 2024. So Thomas Sorber reclassing the 2023 has always been an option. But Villanova wanted those big men. If you get in the big, they was getting the big man in 2024. They wanted him to be available for 2023. So it was always a question for Thomas Sorber, but it isn't. He hasn't reclassified. That, that he he'll make the decision on his own. The thing is, Villanova wanted you to make that decision right now. And that's why Tommy Sorber, man, I mean. And it, it didn't like it didn't sound good to these these guys. It's, it's not like they, they thought about it, playing for a big East school, big time school, come down, get time. No, they wanted to wait. That's just what they wanted to do. They wanted it to be their decision, not to, the, you know. So now we go to what's now. And like I said, um. In this, in this essence, that's just my pick. Sir Muhammad, Khalid Williams are the two guys. And Jaden Glover, man, we'll see what happens because they're, they're still heavily recruiting Jaden. They're on Jaden. How high are they going to go on? How, how hard? Glover and Bliss are two recruits to watch. We know what Bliss said. When I talked to Glover for 247 Sports interviews on there, he said he, he went around the same time. Dunlap, Brady Dunlap came. Christian Bliss came, him came, so and he came. So I talked to Glover right after the visit, and he was like, uh, on an interview, he said he talked to Bliss. They talked about playing for Villanova together. That right there lets you know that Glover 
that's a that's different. That's different when two recruits come on in and talk about just like Malachi Palmer and Jacob Theoso of a 2024 class before Jay Wright went to another um before he retired. Those two guys are Canada guys. They're best friends. So J- Jacob getting recruited by Mike Nardi, uh Palmer, Malachi Palmer, one of the top players in the country. Um both of them were friends. And they both talked to each other about playing for Villanova. So if they went and gave Malachi Palmer an offer, or gave if they gave both of them an offer, they would have got both. It's not even a question. Jacob Theoso, listen, to tell y'all some good news on on this on this podcast, Jacob Theoso, if y'all know who he is, Theoso, uh, from Canada, you know, combo guard. He said if he would have got it, his father was like, yo, he get a Villanova offer, he'll commit right now. He'll commit right now. You know how early that was? That was early when they was recruiting Zayden High. And that would have also brought in Malachi Palmer. That would have been no doubt. They would've if they would have offered both them boys, they'll be on 2024 class right now, leading the class. But Neptune has another vision. He has a whole nother vision. You know, uh, that's just how it is. Coaches have other vision. So, um, if we're looking at how Villanova works and what they've been doing, and what I've been—I've been doing this recruiting for seven years with them and knowing their process. Um, I knew when Dixon—I knew Dixon and predicted Dixon and, and um, Eric Dixon and Justin Moore were the first two recruits that committed. You know, I knew Colin was going to commit. You know, you get a PA guy who's not getting those looks. And you get the top school, one of the top schools in the nation, the top school in PA. To, you know what I mean? Like, I knew that was it. Um, I knew Quinterly, but I didn't know I didn't know Quinterly. I knew I knew Lonnie, but didn't know Lonnie. I knew Scott, Scotty, but didn't know Scotty was going to make that last second pitch. I knew Antoine was going to come in. Everybody, that was one of the big ones. Everybody like, Antoine's going to Duke. And then I said, no, he's going to Villanova. And when he went to Villanova, everybody was like, what are you there? Tell me who's next. <laughs> no, his people kept on you, you read the writings on the wall even before Antoine would commit. Scotty Lewis was going to commit. And I just said, oh, man, you know, because I was like, Scotty's going to commit. But then I get a last second. I, I start getting the last week of his commitment. I start getting all these, hey, he's not. He's going to go to Florida. He's not going to Nova. You know, Florida, Nova's there. But so now we go to this one. I say Khalid Williams. And um, they want to knock that out quick. They want to knock Khalid Williams commitment. They want to. They want a commitment real fast. They're they're looking for one, and it's going to come soon. It's going to be a 2024 commitment for Villanova coming real soon from some of these guys. You know, everybody got to do their visits, but Villanova's looking real good for a four man class, five man even. Like I'm, I'm saying they're looking good. It's not even like okay, I'm picking. No, it's looking good for four or five to commit, and and it's about. Eight or nine recruits. I'm just, I'm thought, I, I just got finished naming them, so I'm not going to count them again. But it was like eight or nine recruits. I did a four man class. Just told y'all four guys, the fifth guy involved, uh, fifth prospect involved. Yes, it's, it's, it's nine recruits they have a very good chance with. But they, of course, you're not going to get nine recruits. When you look at Kentucky, how many recruits they have a great chance with that they offer? Now Villanova's in their mold now. Like, they're, they're, they're just not on the list like, oh, we like them. Yeah, I, I like them. You know, sometimes you're on the list because they like you. Or sometimes you're on the list because it makes your list look good. Yeah, he got us on the, you know, Wong put Villanova on the list. 
with no offer. And then I asked, you know, you know, one of the coaches about it, it was like, well, you know, he, he likes us and makes his list look good. And, you know, but we're not, yeah, we're not going to offer. I, I knew when he came out with his list with Villanova on it, that they wasn't going to offer him. So, you know, they just had been off, you know, recruiting him for a very long time. Um, But it's, it's, I'm just telling you right now, it's really interesting because that's how it's going to go. In order for you to really know how this list is going to go, it all depends on the Boogie Flynn, Marcus Allen, VJ Edgecombe situation right now. Um, Sir Muhammad, those are four guys right there. Because I'm just saying that from the four I named before, which was Christian Bliss, Jaden Glover, um, Jaleel Bethia, and Khalid Williams. Now, that all depends on the other guys I just named, the other four I just named. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes down. Thomas Sorber's gone, Lisa Somerville's gone. We're talking we'll talk about guys who already committed to have Villanova on their list. That's 10. Like, Villanova's really hot in 2024. Like, and it wasn't like that Georgetown just, oh, they were heavily favored. No, it was a, if Villanova would have, you know, been, you know, gave in the Sorbers once, they Villanova would have had Sorbers. It would have had Sorba. It would have had Somerville before Sorba. Probably wouldn't even look at Sorba. You know, so I feel like if you look at this team and, and where they're at as far as recruiting, um, it's a it's it's a real positive thing to me because it's very very interesting because of the guys they have. With offers, man. So now we go with Curtis Givens. Am I am, am I confident in Curtis Givens? I'm confident in anybody committing to Nova. When I hear that, that Nova is in, in their high favor, even when you give them an offer before they even talk, Nova's that type of school. Over so many schools, they've accomplished so much. You know, they're up there with the top five schools in the whole country. So you're talking about one of those two companies. Even if you want to say they're number five, you can't put them past top five. It's unbelievably impossible to do that, especially if we're talking about championships in the last 10 years. Let's stop, stop it. So Villanova's that school. Now you look at who's going to commit. This is this is a this is a very interesting thing because now Curtis Givens third and Jaleel Bethia, I think, are, are the two against to watch. Now, now we're talking about how do we do this. Curtis, we, we see recruit for recruit. Who's going to be the recruit that's targeted and who could be instead? Jaleel Bathia was offered first, but Curtis Givens third was just offered another point guard. If they get Curtis Givens the third, now we're talking about, oh, like, are, they, they, are they really going to go for another type of guard the same way Jaleel Bathia can play both positions? He's one of those type of guards. Will they go for him and Bethia? Does that take out Bliss? I don't think so. I think that that's going to be a major. We're going to see how that goes down. But I think that will be Curtis Givens the third. This, this is why I said we got to wait for Jaleel Bethia. We can't just call him a, a, a certified person. We got to put that to the side. But I think Sir Muhammad and Khalid Williams, man, watch out for Sir Muhammad. I think he could be he could be one of the either him or, or Williams would be the first to commit. Then we got Bliss. We got Bliss. He's right. There's three schools. I think Bliss is sure to commit. 
I'm a, he said dream school. When you say dream school, it's like um, Trenton Flowers. Trenton Flowers told me his dream school was Duke. We never saw the pursuing the, the pursuing of Duke. So, you know, anybody was in the fold. He was even interested in Villanova. You know, Villanova never came for him. He was interested in him, just like Sky Clark was. They're both with Louisville. So now we look at certain players. And that's it. That's the one. Now we're looking at um, Christian Bliss. I don't think if Christian Bliss doesn't commit, this is this is what I'm going with. Now this could be some. Marcus Allen is right there. Like this is this is going to be a very interesting. If Christian Bliss doesn't commit, that's why they're steady heavily on Marcus Allen. One of the it could be one of the other who commits first. It could go down like that, man. I'm telling y'all right now. Villanova's doing all these offers because they don't want – we're looking at point guards. Also, if Boogie Flan commits anytime, he can come – he's one of those guys who can come in anytime and commit. I don't care if they get Bethia. I don't care if they get – he can come in anytime and commit. Anytime. He's that type of guy. I don't care if they got three point guards. If Boogie Flan commit today, <laughs> he's going – That the only reason that doesn't happen is if they stop pursuing him after they get a, a – If they stop pursuing him, if they stop pursuing Boogie Flynn after you get a point guard committed, then okay. But right now, he's number six. I mean, it's just like um, Javon Quinterly coming back for the class. When they had, you know, they, they, they Quinterly wasn't there, so they went straight for Sadiq Bay. They went straight for Sadiq Bay. Uh, you had Brandon Slater. You had Cole Swatter on that team. And then out of nowhere, here comes Quinterly. He comes back. And Sadiq Bay was the late guy. They had recruited Sadiq Bay a year before. I remember talking to his parents when they were on campus the year before. They never gave him an offer, but they were recruiting him. And Villanova's good for going back at recruits, man. Listen, when Quinterly didn't recruit, didn't commit, they went right for Sadiq Bay, and they got him. And then they still got Quinterly. They still got Quinley, but the reason why they went for Sadiq Bay was after Quinley didn't. But out of nowhere, Quinley comes and you still get Sadiq Bay. You still get Sadiq Bay. No, Quinley committed in February, but see, commit at the time. At the time he committed, he committed before Bay, but at the time, Bay had Quinley had already rolled out. They was already recruiting Bay before. Quinterly committed. They didn't even think that was going to happen. But when all this scandal happened at the time of them going for Bay, you know, or going for another guard, they were also recruiting other guards. Quinterly comes on February. And then you thinking, okay, they got Quinterly, they got Cole Swider, they got Slater, and they still go for Sadiq Bay and they get him. Because that was a big thing. They had Slater and they had Slater and they had Swider for a long time. He was they were locked up. You couldn't tell me nothing about even when Duke was recruiting Cole Swider 
You know, just like when Duke was recruiting Eric Dixon. Like, I was like, it's over with. They might as well go somewhere else. But I didn't think after Quinterly came, they were going to go after Sadiq. They were going to get Sadiq Bay after that. I didn't think that was going to happen. I didn't think that, but they still went after Sadiq Bay. Got three wings in that class. Now, same thing here. Like, um, out of the guys I told you, Caleb Williams, I don't think I'm going nowhere. If, if Caleb Williams goes somewhere, then I, I think any of them guys can go. It, it's because he, I think that's, that is the number one. There's no doubt that Caleb Williams is the number one target. Out of that, they're, they're the most prioritized right now. But you know, in Villanova's words, everybody's prioritized. But that's the guy they want to commit first. That's the guy they're closest to getting the first commit first. It's the closest guy. And if he doesn't commit, anybody can go. Boogie Flan can come. Marcus Allen, VJS Cone. That opens up a lot of different recruits. But the Sir Muhammad thing, like I said, Marcus Allen, he, he I mean, Jaleel Bethia, you got Curtis Givens the third, Boogie Flan. Uh, Jaden Glover, Marcus Allen, VJ Edgecombe, Sir Muhammad is in that mode. I mean, like, it, it, I'm, I'm saying if, if if who doesn't commit, then you got so many backups, so many backups. It's not a big man race here. I mean, they got Thomas Sorber and Lathan Somerville, and you know those guys didn't commit. So then I, I don't see them going for another big man after that because they want them big men to come when they said come, come to this class. Just like when they went at the Papa Canty, he was a 2023 commit. Uh, Zuby Edgerford, these are guys that, Julian Phillips, these are guys that, you know, have won, they've been freshmen and need their time. It kind of adds to the 2023 class. So you're looking at guys. There is a red shirt situation because to tell y'all, count the roster. Just count it. Count, count the roster and see how many people are on this roster. See how many people are on this roster. And, and I try to tell y'all, I have another podcast to update or, or you know, I, I put some stuff on that more. But to tell y'all who who's the most prioritized, I heard of, you know, what they say, Isaiah Abraham was over, uh, no, um, Sir Muhammad. It's a guy, he says, Sir Muhammad and somewhat well, over Abraham. It's not like that, my man. Uh, it's not a it's not a prioritized recruiting board. The only priority that that have been assembled that you see is the Caleb Williams, Jaden Glover, and, and Bliss were important to get on campus. Yes, those are two other guys you got to look at. You have to look at those two guys. It, it was a plan for them. Um. You know, Bethia being from Archbishop Woods is huge. Isaiah Abraham being from Paul Fourth is always huge. But um, yeah, that was uh, Muhammad and Allen over Abraham. No, it's just not like that. Like they're all in the same mode. <laughs> they're all in the same boat. The only guy, the only reason that separates them because he has an official. They have did their due diligence. This, this is what you want to happen. When you recruit guys, you want them to come and take their official. If they can take their official as early as possible, that's huge. And that's the only guy you can go at. Listen, they have did everything you can do. There's an unofficial. There's an official. The only thing left now is clearly a visit. Sometimes officials aren't taken until you know, um, at the commitment. But he's done all of that with Villanova. 
all of that. Only thing left is commitment with Villanova. There's not even another another visit for what? Everything has been done. The recruiting before the vi- unofficials, couple unofficials. He's, he's used to the campus. His campus is like home to him. You know, then you got other guys. Of course, you got Michigan and so many others recruiting him, but Caleb looks like a certified 100% lock to Villanova. Um, Christian Christian Bliss, if I had to guess because of his love for Villanova, I mean, if I had to read that, I've talked to, I haven't talked to anybody of, of his peoples. I've talked to coaches and I haven't talked to people around the circle yet. But talking to him, seeing his interviews, yes, Villanova is a dream school. Before he went on his visit, I, that's the last time I talked to him. Never got the interview. The last time I talked to him before he went on his visit. As a matter of fact, a week before he went to his visit. Uh, then that's when I talked. I did, got Jaden Glover's interview, and he said about how him and Bliss talked about playing for Villanova, the possibility of playing with Villanova together. Y'all just got to read in between the lines. Just read in between the lines. 2025, let's go to that real quick. Okay, let me say my last prediction right now. It is Sir Muhammad. For 2024, Caleb Williams, okay, Christian Bliss, Jaden Glover, and um, the the fifth one is in the air. I don't know you. I don't know if you can tell me. It could be Marcus Allen. It could be Jaleel Bathia, or will it be? It can be a fifth. But right now, I'm going with four. I'm not saying y'all can't be wrong about a fifth, but I'm going with four right now. They like Marcus Allen a lot. They like Edgecombe a lot. They like Bethia a lot. Like the only guy, they like everybody the same way. They're trying to see who is going to react to their interests and their heavy pursuit. And Caleb Williams has right now. That's just how Villanova is. You can't, you're saying who's over who. If you want to play that game, we, we can we can play it. Caleb Williams is number one. If we want to play do, 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 who is for sure number two, you would have to put Bliss right there because of he says the dream school. And how many times he talks about Villanova every time he gets an interview. Um, Sir Muhammad's number three. Uh, Jaden Glover's number four. If I had to go with Boogie Flan has a star next to his name. Sorry, he's not even on. Boogie Flan's on another level. He's he's ultimate number one because if he would have committed, if he would have did with the, the official first, we we'd be talking about. But he's a number six overall, and they're heavily pursuing him. He's on a whole other plane right now. Okay, you got to put him on a whole other plane, and they are heavily pursuing him hard. So, um, Marcus Allen. Um, would you put him over Abraham? Ooh, that's so hard. Man, it is so hard. They talk to him a lot. They talk to Edgecombe a lot, but they also could talk to Abraham. I'm going to put Abraham first because that's a Paul Fourth guy. It's a Paul Fourth guy, man. If I had to rank him, because it's like really all this is non, not irrelevant, you know, because Villanova is going to get who mutually responds to their heavy recruiting. It's never who's first. You go to this, I mean, just like last year, Deshaun Harris-Smith. I mean, yes, they were after Deshaun Harris-Smith, but you know who else they were after? They were after so many people. So many. 
But Deshaun Harris-Smith was loving Villanova. He reacted to their pursuit even more. I mean, it was like Jeremy Roach. They were after Jeremy Roach, but Jerry Roach didn't commit. That was their guy, Lonnie Walker. He didn't commit. They had to go somewhere else. Somebody else had to be. So you can't say it's who reacts. Sometimes, or, or sometimes you can see, like Caleb Williams, guys that they go after and you feel like they're a priority. Lonnie, they're going after Caleb Williams the same way they went after Quinterly, the same way they went after Lonnie Walker, the same way they went after Sean Harris Smith. They're going after Caleb Williams. And Caleb Williams has let it be known let me get this done, let me get this done, let me get this done. Let y'all know how into it I am. So, um, Boogie Flynn, like I say, number six overall, man. You can't, how can you put any of the guys, even Caleb Williams, over him? He's a guy that he can commit, like, anytime. And, and, and when he shows, he wants to come. And he likes Villanova. What's crazy is that he likes Villanova a lot. Before he got his offer, he told me, look, he told another analyst, I want to visit Villanova. He scheduled his visit. I um. So if you want to go, and I'm going Abraham and Allen. I'm just going to go with Abraham right now. Allen's about to come visit. Um, in all respects, I could go back on that because Allen said he's going to schedule a visit. Abraham, I haven't heard that yet. I will get more information. So just because of that, I'll put Allen over Abraham because Allen said he'll schedule a visit, but he hasn't. He, he doesn't know when. He told me. Um. So in that in that demeanor, if you're talking about who's over, I mean. Villanova updates could be on to something, but it's not like you got to look at the traction and the action. You got to look at the action. And yeah, I would, I would give him that, but this is not how it is. Like if Abraham, it, it could happen right now, how recruiting is. He can come in right now and one week can change everything. One day, one minute can change everything. And they're so close. But right now I'm going to give it to Alan because I heard he's going to take a visit. I'm not going to put Garrett Sundra over, uh, Abraham, I mean, he, they, they, he said they, they haven't really been in super contact, but man, he wants to get to Villanova and he would love to get to Villanova and all that. But so I, I think because of the pursuit of Allen and, and Abraham kind of put Sundra, you know, got to wait till that happens. I, I don't think they'll take Sundra over. We, we got to see how everybody else pans out first. Um... Edgecombe is next. Edgecombe is next after after Abraham, Allen, Abraham, Edgecombe, um, all in the same boat. But like I say, Boogie Flynn's on a whole other plane. He's number six, 2025. And once again, did I say it? I'm sorry, y'all. Here I go again. I said Khalid Williams, Sir Muhammad, Jaden Glover, Christian Bliss, Possibly Jaleel Bethia, possibly Marcus Allen. It can be a five-man class. We'll go with four right now. I'm gonna go with four, man. Um, let's go to the other point where you look at 2025. Obviously, Malik Thomas. I know they got Cooper Flag. He's the one that you put the star above, and you put Bing, put him on the other side. But the guy that they want, that they talk a lot about, is Malik Thomas. They want Malik. They're after Malik, and they have the offers they have. They have offered three of the top ten players, so they're going serious now. 
And they've offered Cooper Flag, who is a priority for them. He's definitely in it. So is Isaiah Hardwell, the top shooting guard, the top combo guard, and the top player in the country, regardless of class. Yes, I said it. Him and Cameron Boozer. Um, you know, you like DJ Wagner, you like Ron Holland, but Cooper Flag and Cameron Boozer on a whole nother plane. And they are going to go after them. We'll see. Dante Allen also has an offer. Will Rowley also has an offer. Another guy, six seven, six nine guard. To the, I've saw two heard two different sizes um, of this guy. He's a very talented player, very good player. Um, we'll see, you know, how that pans out. But that's unbelievable. They just know that they're really serious about Cooper Flag. This is Neptune. This isn't right. Maybe if because um, Cooper's going to get. G League offers, he's going to get offers. He's going to get a meal ticket. to get. To, to, he's going to probably get a, a two meal, two, three meal. He's going to get a lot of money to, you know, try to leave and not go to college. But Neptune's going to be right there trying to persuade otherwise. This is big for Villanova. One thing is, one thing is for sure, when you're involved in the top three recruits, uh, you know, or top ten recruits, especially, especially if it's a top three recruit, um, a player of Cooper Flair's caliber, the country's going to see it. Even if you lose out, the country's going to see how close you got. When when Memphis and Kansas was battling for Jalen Green and R.J. Hampton, the country saw it. <laughs> it puts, puts you on notice. Oh, it's Kansas again. Oh, Memphis. That's why Memphis was so, like Memphis was attacking so hard. It's just that when you, you don't win, it really gets, especially with the class that they had, it's different. So I'm out of here, y'all. Listen, um, Wanted to talk to y'all about, you know, just what things are in recruiting, man. Just where it's standing out at. Who do you think we get in, in 2025? Do you want me to make that guess? <sighs> right now, I just know Malik and Isaiah both love Villanova. We'll see where Cooper is at. I'm going to try to, my best to get as much and so with him is, is possible in the next couple of weeks have been able to get in contact. Um, haven't been able yet to go to his circle or AAU coaches or people around him to find out where he's at yet. I, I'll get more of that on y'all. Will Riley have been, I haven't found out too much about him is his interest in Villanova. Dante Allen. He, that's interesting, man, because I still think he could commit for the fact that he's Villanova legacy. He can be at the end of that class. It can have like Archie committing out of nowhere, out of a very deep class. And, you know, you knew he was going to commit because of his brother now, but Dante Allen's a more high rated guy. It's going to be a lot of schools that it's a lot of schools now recruiting them. So, Allen could commit. I could see him committing. You get a guy like Harwell, and you get a guy like if they get if, if just in just in hindsight, not I don't think that happens, or it could. We'll see what happens. But Harwell, a commitment of Harwell Thomas and Cooper Flag. You know Dante Allen's not looking for a one and done. So this because they get Thomas. That's why I'm saying they could. This is a four or five. That could be, I mean, they could actually get these guys. They could actually still get Allen even if they get Thomas and Harwell to commit. 
because these these type of guys they have the type of guys draft books are going to go after. They're going to look like, oh, who are these guys? This is where they're raked at. This is when you when you're in the top ten, you already get put in lottery consideration. That just is how it is. Especially if you're closer to the top three. So they're lottery considerations. This is three guys that are lottery considerations. So Allen can commit knowing he'll get his time. So I'm out, y'all. This is Lita Johnson. Just wanted to break y'all a little bit, man. Break y'all off with some of this recruiting news, man. Um, I'm out of here, man. Peace.